Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches, and welcome to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. This is, oh, sorry, I'm Francesca Amber, your host, of course, as always. Wouldn't it be funny if it was someone else one week? Just like, hi, my name's Dave. Um, It's me, back again, live and direct. I have had a funny old week. Number one, Ukraine. I'm sure we are all feeling very concerned and upset about it. I know that I am. But on top of that, the last two days, I have been crippled with the worst anxiety, the worst anxiety, I swear to God. And then praise be to Jesus, literally, I woke up today and I got the heaviest period and I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. In fact, just saying this out loud has reminded me that I really need to start tracking my periods again, because I did it like 
before I had babies and because I've just been pregnant and breastfeeding for so long I just haven't done it but it really helps you realize for that couple of days of PMS it makes you realize like oh I don't hate my life I'm not literally mental I am just having some hormone issues before my period and so as soon as my period came I did feel a lot better but sorry indulge me for a minute or two because I know that so many of you say that I make you feel better if you're feeling a bit down, you listen to this podcast and I don't want to bring your vibe down. But let me just share with you this last few days because I have been feeling so anxious. I basically spent an entire day on life admin. Number one, that is the first fucking trigger. I knew that was going to be a trigger because I spent a whole day, precious child free time on life admin. And that really triggers me even though I try to remember that I don't need to spend all of my free time on work because this job is such a passion. I feel like I just want to spend every minute that I can on it. But although work equals money, life admin equals experiences and services that enrich my life. And yes, it takes time. And yes, it's a ball ache to do it. But actually, most of the time, it really enriches your life. So it's not a waste. But it felt like a fucking waste at the time. Okay, so I am going on a hen party. I'm sure you've all heard about this so many times before because your girl's not been abroad for two and a half fucking years. It may be three years. How long has this pandemic been going on? I don't fucking know. Three years, maybe. I don't know. I've not been abroad in a really long time. And I am a bridesmaid and I am going on this hen party. I have been vaccinated against my will to be able to travel abroad. It's a whole goddamn thing. And I was looking into all of the logistics around it because it's getting closer and closer now. And I realized that I had to stay away an extra night. So we have a really early flight and it meant that I'd have to sleep at Gatwick, not like literally in the airport, but like at a hotel at the airport the night before. This legit threw me into a fucking spin because all of a sudden I was like, I'm away for four nights. I'm not away for three nights. I'm away for four nights. I'm away for four nights. And I just could not comprehend leaving my babies for four nights. Like I just, they've never been away from me at night. So I just could, it it just fucked with my mind. I just all of a sudden was like, that's it. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not doing it. Along with the fact that the fucking website would not allow me or my friend to book this fucking park and fly thing where you can book a hotel and parking at the same time. It just all seemed too hard. It seemed too hard and I was not here for it. Anyway, I spoke to my friend the next day and she was saying about how when her baby was 18 months old, which is the same age as the girls, in fact, they'll be a bit older, her and her husband went on a 10-day honeymoon and they and they left their baby with the, the grandparents and she's like, she doesn't remember it. She's absolutely fine. The bride herself, her baby is going to be like eight months old when we go. So I need to give myself a little slap, allow my feelings, respect them, but also be like, Fran, you're going to be fine. So I had a little mild panic. I had a little mild panic and I just got this feeling that I've not had. Oh, God, don't cry. (laughs) It's, It's the period. Sorry, it's not me. It's period. I had this feeling that I've not had for the longest time and I used to have it when I very first got divorced and both first started spending time away from me is I would just want to like spend every second with her that I could it was just like I just wanted to 
be really present and whole in the moment. So for the whole of today, maybe this was a blessing because usually you will get it mums you will know what it's like you love your children and you want to soak in every moment but you also need to do the laundry and the cleaning and cook the breakfast and the lunch and the dinner and take them to groups and take your kids to school and do all the other fucking things you know and try and have a little bit of a life yourself as well and it can be hard to juggle it all but today I can honestly say I soaked in every second of those sweet baby angels we slept together twice. They had a nap on me in the afternoon and we never do that. I always put them up to bed in their bedroom for a nap and then I can like crack on with stuff. I didn't. I breastfed them to sleep and I let them sleep on me on the sofa and it was fucking glorious. Oh God, I'm going to cry again. (laughs) I told you I was having a fucking week of it. Honestly, it was just so lovely. And then even tonight as well, I'm trying to like um, acclimatise them to normal life. So obviously we've been in lockdown not lockdown, that's an exaggeration, but I've been in my own personal lockdown (laughs) from having twins for a really long time. So they go up to bed at night, they're in a dark room with blackout curtains, the door is shut, they don't cry, like they literally just go straight to sleep, but they're very used to just being on their own. And I'm very aware we're going to start going on holidays and start, you know, they're going to start staying out at places and I want them to be a little bit more acclimatised to like maybe if I have to sleep in the bed with them or whatever. So I've started, it's glorious. I started laying with them when I put them to bed. So I don't walk out the room. I don't like feed them, say goodnight and go. Sometimes I just stay just to switch shit up and be like, yeah, bitches, I'm staying here with my tits. Don't freak out. Don't fight over me. Let's just go to sleep. And it's been working. We've had a lovely time. So twice today, I've fallen asleep with them and it has been bloody beautiful. And we've just had a good old time. We've just had a good old time, me and these girls. But something that did happen today is I went out to view a house, as I spend all my time doing right now. (laughs) And going out for this little house viewing that was literally round the corner to me ended up being us being out for several hours. So while we were out, uh, my mum phoned and said, why don't you come round and see Nan? She's home from hospital. So we went round to see her. Then afterwards, my ex-husband called me and said, Bo really wants to see you. It's her night to be at his house. So she was like, do you want to go and meet up for dinner? We can all go together. So I was like, okay, but I've come out literally with keys and a phone. I don't have a purse. Ha ha, dinner's on you, bitch. Um, I don't have anything. So anyway, there is a point to this story, I promise. I promise I've not just waffled on about my life and cried about my period for eight minutes. There is a purpose to this. So I was out on my way to my mum's and I thought, shit, I've literally just run out the house with my keys and phone because I thought I was just viewing a house and I have no nappies or no wipes or anything with me. What the fuck am I going to do? Then I got that sweet, sweet smell. A couple of minutes later, someone has shat themselves. I don't know which one it was. It wasn't me. Someone shat themselves. So I was like, fuck. Then I looked, I remembered that when the babies were really young, I don't know how the hell these nappies still fitted them, but when they were about 10 months old, I had made up a little emergency bag with two nappies, a half pack of wipes that miraculously were still moist and some snacks. And I just thought if ever we get stuck in the car or something happens, I've always got spare nappies and snacks. And I completely forgotten about it, to be honest. And it got me thinking of that thing that you see on Instagram all the time that says, do something today your future self will thank you for. Now, I know that they mean that in a much deeper way than packing a few extra nappies in your car, but the sentiment is still the same. 
So you could take that idea and apply it in really small, I don't want to say the word shallow, but really small ways. Like, you know, you could look after yourself by saying, I'm going to put in my car a little care package so that if ever I break down, and you don't need to have children to do this, you could make an adult care package. There could be a little bar of chocolate in there. There could be a bottle of water, although I don't advise keeping water in a car long term. There's a lot of things about it. Google Cheryl Crow breast cancer is a whole goddamn thing. I look after myself in lots of little ways. So one of the things I do at night is I do nighttime preparation because I know my morning self, morning Fran, will thank me for it. And that is I make up two little bowls of Cheerios, just dry Cheerios, no milk. I boil a whole kettle of water in my Brita fucking kettle that I love so that in the morning I've got cooled, boiled, filtered water for the morning. Um, and then I take up the Cheerios with a drink so that in the morning I get up, I go into the baby's room, I lay down in their bed and then they sit and eat their Cheerios and drink their drink and I get like another 20 minutes sleep. It's amazing. Um, I do other little things like I've ordered HelloFresh. I set up that system so that every single week on a Friday, I get a box delivered to my door of amazing recipes and amazing fresh whole ingredients so that it makes it really easy for me to cook for my family. That's something that me in the past organised for me in the future to benefit from. Things like doing a Tesco order in advance. I always do my Tesco order in advance the same day every week and I get them to deliver it to my back door so that future Fran, me Fran, doesn't have to fucking grab all of my children ram them in a trolley and fucking traipse around the aisles looking for this shit. This shit comes to my door. I mean, I'm not fucking reinventing the wheel here. Like, I know that we all know about Tesco orders, but literally even having it delivered to my back door, it's like I'm literally making life as easy as I can for myself. On a Sunday night, I plan my week so that I know what I'm doing. As a single parent, I'm very aware of gaping holes in your week. If I have any gaping holes, I try not to leave them open because you can end up feeling a bit overwhelmed. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do with the kids, especially if it's winter and you're like, oh God, where do we go? What do we do? So I like to plan out my week, know when I'm seeing friends, know when I'm seeing family, what quality time am I spending with the girls, what things with work do I need to get done? I'm doing that. Not for me in the present, because trust me, on a Sunday night, I'd probably rather just watch fucking Netflix and eat my body weight in chocolate. But I know that me during the week, future Fran, will really appreciate that action. I also on a Sunday night, as part of my little Sunday night ritual, I decant all of my vitamins for the week into a little Monday through Sunday pill decanter thing. That is me taking care of future Fran and making life really easy for me in the future. Now, these are obviously really small things. They're just little day-to-day things that really help you out. But they could also be as deep as making a commitment to self-development. You know, that is the real meaning of do something today your future self will thank you for. It could be committing to bettering your health. It could be reading a book. Reading a self-development book is going to be a massive help to your future self. It could be signing up for a course, working with a therapist, setting goals and dedicating time to achieving them, making further plans. I mean, how long does it take to fucking book a holiday? Like booking trips, booking holidays, they take up time. And I don't know about you, I personally don't find it fun. I love it once it's booked, but I don't find it fun. But that is so that future you will be like, oh my God, 
Thank you, past friends, so much for fucking booking this trip for me. I have been really good at this this year. I have booked things really far in advance, particularly things that are expensive. So if you are part of my book club, you will know my very emotional, I was going to say rant, but it wasn't a rant, a very emotional uh, thing about going to stay in a lion lodge. It's so fucking expensive. It is ridiculous for one goddamn night, but here we are. She's done it. We're going in September. And things like that that are very expensive, I find that if you book them and you pay for them really far in the future, that money's gone. You've forgotten about it. So actually, by the time it comes around, it's like, who booked me this free holiday? Who booked me this fucking free trip? So that is me taking care of future me's self. Wait, did that make sense? You know what I mean. So this is also a two-parter. Not only is your future self going to thank you for the actions that you do today, but also this is a new form of gratitude. We know that gratitude is the absolute foundation for the law of attraction. It is the best thing that you can do to raise your vibration. It's the best thing that you can do to manifest new higher vibrational things to you. And this is a great way to bring more gratitude into your daily life. Now, something I would suggest is that this could become a part of your daily practices to every day realize what things you are enjoying today is because past you took a sacrifice of time, money, energy, whatever it may be, hard work, effort to make this possible for you now. And if you think about it, so much of this shit that you have around you, so many of the things you're enjoying is a result of things that you've done in the past. Now, this works both ways. If you are sat in your parents' house or you're sofa surfing, you're in your friend's house and you have nowhere to live and you haven't been in work in ages and you're really depressed and you haven't made any effort with any of your friends. So you haven't seen anybody, you haven't socialized and you haven't worked on your self-development or done anything to help your mental health. And so you're really depressed and you haven't done anything to help your physical health. And so you might be really overweight or you might be really um, unhealthy and suffering because of that. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. You could look around you and think, fuck, if you were aware enough, and think, fuck, this is a result of all my past decisions. Shit. But you can also turn that on its head and look around you. And I mean, I'm sitting here now. My house, I fucking love it. I have polished a goddamn turd. I love it so much, I almost don't want to move. I love it here. And I look around and I think, thank you, past Fran, for going through all of that fucking turmoil of having this house renovated and decorating it exactly how you want and making it comfortable and practical and suitable for you and your children because it makes your daily life not only easier, but it makes it enjoyable. It's a joy to live here. 
I then think about all of the processes that I've put in place. Something that's very difficult and very painful for me is delegation. And this is something that I've worked so hard on. And I'm thinking, would anybody like an, a whole episode on delegation? I've delegated so many fucking things since reading The Power of Focus in uh, our book club. The Power of Focus and Working Hard, Hardly Working are the two books that really focused on delegation. And I am delegating like a motherfucker. But every time I delegate something, it's really hard to relinquish that control and to pay for somebody else to do that thing that your inner brain is just telling you, I can fucking do it myself, even though you don't have the bandwidth, you don't have the capacity, you don't have the time. And so I'm so thankful that I've worked through those blockages. And like, for example, today, I had a really busy day. Like I say, I went out at midday thinking I was just going for a um, house viewing and I ended up being out for like six seven hours and my house was a fucking tip when I left I had laundry I had the baby's toys all over the gaff I'd made a hello fresh for lunch so I, I had just stuff out everywhere my cleaner comes on a Thursday and so when I came home it's like a little fairy and she literally is a little fairy she's about four foot tall it's so funny all of the tops of my windows anything over about five foot has not been cleaned because she can't get that high. So she's very great at the, at the lower stuff, but maybe I need a tall cleaner once a month just to do like the ceilings. I don't know. Um, but she had literally done my whole house, cleaned the beds, changed the beds. Like It was like a fucking fairy had been in and done it all. And that would not have been possible if I hadn't put that in place, if I hadn't delegated that if I hadn't taken that action that one-time action that has a weekly cumulative effect of just bettering my life on a repeated basis I think about my children asleep upstairs and I just think god I'm so thankful I have my three children I'm so grateful I had the decision to have these children I'm so thankful I have my little cat as much as she fucks up my life and she keeps using a litter tray which is fucking up my fucking aesthetic in here you know I love her and she brings a real warmth and joy to this household and this family I tell you what having a cat in your family it really makes a house a home the girls particularly Laveau I mean I thought Bo was a cat girl uh Laveau is the number one cat fan in this house she can now say cat and she says it repeatedly and she pulls that poor cat's tail I mean as soon as I catch her I do stop her but she just follows the cat around all day loves her brings so much joy to our lives all of these things I'm looking around at these are all decisions that I made in the past to better my life I'm even looking at my children's toys right now. You know, they have a wide variety of toys, both fun and educational, that keep them entertained every day. That's something that is used on a daily basis. These are all decisions that I made. And I'm so thankful that I made those decisions to better my life now. So this episode very much follows on from last week's, which was all about self-love and self-worth. So if you think about it, how you treat your future self really says a lot about you. Either you are sabotaging your future self or you care for your future self. It's up to you to decide which one you're going to do and which one you decide to do will depend on the degree to which you have self-worth and self-love for yourself. And don't get me wrong, there are still things I do to self-sabotage. I still procrastinate. I procrastinate like a motherfucker. That is self-sabotage. But you know what? I'm a work in progress. I am working on myself. So what are some things you can do this week? Well, why don't you find two things this week that you can do to care for your future self? And it might help you to try and do one small thing and one big thing. 
So a small one could be something like taking yourself up to bed, a little morning welcome package. Like you're in a five-star hotel or maybe like you have a butler. Become your own goddamn butler. So like I say, I do this for my girls. I do, you know, after a long night of sleep, you wake up, you're thirsty. I take up all my girls' drinks. I take them snacks, like morning snacks, and just make their life fucking A-star, to be honest. But do I do it for myself? Of course I don't. So something I'm going to start doing is taking up a flask of my cooled, boiled, filtered water and taking up my symbiotics. Because do you know what? I buy very expensive symbiotics from LA. They're called Seed. Highly recommend the company. Because I have an autoimmune disease that is all around my digestive system, my gut, I take that shit very seriously. And so I spend, I think it's $80 a month on these symbiotics. Now, they are most effective if you take them and you don't eat. I think it's for like 30, 40 minutes. But of course, I come downstairs, I have them, but then I'll probably eat breakfast like 10 minutes later. How much of a difference would it make to my life and also my health long term if rather than keeping those symbiotics downstairs, if I just kept them upstairs in my little morning welcome package with my cooled boiled water? Hmm? then it would make a huge difference. I'd wake up, I'd have them, then I wouldn't eat for like an hour. It would increase their productivity and their um, absorption, I guess, or whatever, so much. So anyway, your little morning package could be water, a book, maybe a journal if the first thing you want to do in the morning is journal. It could be that you have your phone with um, some links saved in like it could be called morning routine and it could be a subliminal you want to listen to every morning or whatever it might be. But make yourself a little morning package so that you're waking up with a premium experience. Now, in the past, especially in the depths of like the newborn days where I was just stumbling through life, literally surviving, not thriving, I would sacrifice five minutes just to go to bed five minutes earlier. But then in the morning, I'd be like, oh, God, I wish I hadn't done that. And of course, you'll know by now, you'll know that how you start your day really sets the tone for how your whole day is going to go. So I'd wake up in the morning. I wouldn't really have anything around me to help me. And I'd be like, oh, God, now I've got to go downstairs. And as soon as I go downstairs, everyone's going to start crying. And it would just be a shit show. So really taking that five minutes the night before to set yourself up with everything you need for the morning, um, it just really makes a difference for me. So the second thing you could do for yourself is to do something big. So for me, I've already decided what mine's going to be. I am going to go and see a therapist. So I always said that when I'm, I'm doing air quotes rich, I would get a therapist. What a ridiculous statement. Like, you should not be saving that shit for when you are rich. Like, come on. This is something I should be prioritizing. The fact that I have hired a window cleaner and a cleaner and a fucking assistant before I've hired a fucking therapist, that's wild. And my priorities are 100% out of line. So I have a little um, local village hub type thing and they do enterprise there and I have people like rent the rooms. And I picked up a flyer to see what was on and somebody is doing therapy work from there, like talk therapy, counselling, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, do you know what? This is a goddamn sign. I am going to email her and I'm going to book myself in for a weekly session. And then, of course, my brain was like, well, what if she's not the very best person? Could I find someone better? 
you know what's going to happen. I'm just going to fucking procrastinate. So I'm making the decision. I'm just going to go with her. And then if after two weeks I don't like it, I'll stop. I'm not obliged to fucking stay. Do you know what I mean? If I go and I like it, then amazing. If I don't, then I'll stop. So try and find something this week, something small and something big that you can do for your future self, something your future self will thank you for. And the next part of this is to find five things that you can thank your past self for. So like I said earlier, you know, I was sitting here looking around my room. And I mean, even as I'm sitting here with my laptop and my uh, microphone recording this podcast, you know, I can look at this microphone and think, wow, I remember the day where I made the decision to spend two entire days of lockdown, heavily pregnant, fucking learning how to podcast and finding out and researching which was the best microphone to buy and investing that £60 in a microphone when I truly did not have that money to spend. I had not been paid for fucking months. I was living on self-employment grants. I didn't really have a pot to piss in. And yet I made this investment in my future self by buying this microphone. So that's really just a demonstration of how you can really look at everything and be like, wow, that was a decision I made in the past to better my life today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, that is the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me. As always, it's been a fucking pleasure. Um, If you enjoy this podcast, please do me a solid. You can review, rate and subscribe. That really, really helps me. Review is like the number one. No, wait, what's the best one? Yeah, review. (laughs) Review is the number one. If If you're like, Fran, I don't have fucking time for this shit. If you have like 10 seconds review me. If you have 20 seconds, review and rate me. If you have 30 whole goddamn seconds, review, rate and subscribe. I would be forever grateful. So something that you could do for your future self, if you are looking to invest in yourself, I have a three-week workshop called Manifesting Money. I did it back in January and it is now just bundled together as a course of three videos. And it also has visuals with it as well and a private Facebook group with lots of other members who are all on the same kind of journey with you working on their money mindset. It is 100% my favourite workshop that I've done. It is available to purchase on my website, which is francescaamber.com. And you can find all my other shit there. I have other workshops there. I have my gratitude necklaces, my candles, all that shit. So yeah, go and check out my new website. I keep saying new website. At what point does the new website become not new anymore? I don't know. It's just my website now, let's be honest. Um, And if you want to come and join the book club, next month's book has been decided. It is the one thing, which is a New York Times bestseller. People keep raving about it to me. And I personally am very excited. It's all about focusing on the one thing you can do that makes everything else just flow easily. And I don't know if this is exactly the point of the book because I haven't even started looking at it yet. But I am making a little personal challenge to myself to spend March on TikTok. I am literally dedicating a month of my life to trying TikTok because I am fed up of so many people saying to me, Fran, you need to go on TikTok. Fran, you need to go on TikTok. So I'm fucking doing it. I'm on TikTok, bitches. Come and follow me. I'm at Francesca Amber, I think. Am I? I'm pretty sure I'm at Francesca Amber. Um, I am going to be uploading at least 
one video a day for 30 days. I'm going to be prioritizing it over many other things. And I'm really excited about it. Am I too old for TikTok? Only time will tell. Come and see me either fucking make waves or embarrass myself. We don't know which one it'll be yet. Anyway, I'll see you bitches next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.